Hello and welcome back to Choices. I'm your host, Nick Kroll. Today, we're going to talk about maximizing the effectiveness of your workouts. Have you ever gone to the gym and let's say you can bench 135 for 15 and you go in and you're benching 135 and all of a sudden you go two weeks later and next time it feels like it's 225 and you don't know why, you don't know what happened, you think you've done everything the same. Well, we're going to talk about how to keep that consistent so you can see your progress and you're not having those up and down weeks so cons- so often. Now, they will happen. Um, you will not always just keep the same kind of plateau line that slowly trends upwards. There will be some weeks that kind of go back down. Um, and I tell clients that it's kind of like the stock market. The day-to-day is going to tick up and down, but over the course of 10, 15, over the course of, you know, even three to six months, it's going upwards as far as your fitness. Not always with the stock market, but um, so, and this is also where it comes down to you having the choice to have a good workout because what you do yesterday affects your workout today so much more than you could ever imagine. Um, The second today's workout ends, tomorrow's workout starts because all the stuff that you put in your body today, the amount of water that you drink, the food that you eat, that is what's affecting your performance for tomorrow. The sleep that you get tonight, that's what's affecting your performance for tomorrow. So I'm not going to dive in too deep into how to get better sleep. I'm going to do a whole nother episode on that. But I will tell you the best thing that you can do for yourself is setting the same bed and wake times throughout the week. Um, And that means Monday to Friday, Saturday, Sunday included. Because a lot of people, they have a schedule Monday to Friday and then Saturday, Sunday is all over the place. And that's why you typically feel like shit on a Monday um, because your circadian clock is all off. Like I said, we're not going to get too deep into sleep this time. Just telling you the best way to have a great workout five, six, seven days a week, however many days you're training, is to keep the same the same sleep pattern. Um, as far as your, your diet and your water intake goes, <clears throat> you want to make sure that you're eating properly, obviously. Now, if you eat a chicken parm that's a little bit heavier than what you would normally eat or you're eating five guys the day before, like you can predict that tomorrow's workout is going to feel a little bit harder. Why? Because that greasy food is slowing you down versus if you're eating your regular chicken, rice, ground beef, ground turkey, whatever it may be. Um, All that stuff is going to help your performance the next day. Those are the two most important things in keeping it consistent. Um, Another thing that I see very, very often is more so when it comes to the numbers, kind of like that bench example at the beginning. Um, I'll use a different example here. I was benching with a friend one time, and we were doing 225 for three to eights, and we were just going, 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 and towards the end of it, I kept going. I kept hitting the same five to eight, same five to eight, and it was getting harder and harder for him, which is normal, right? Like that's pretty, it's predictable for that to happen. The reason it was different between the two of us is because when I'm coming down, I'm coming down really slow, really controlled. Every single time, every rep looks the exact same to where he was coming down pretty quick and trying to like use a little momentum to throw it back up, which if you're powerlifting, you do whatever you're doing, that's fine. I'm talking about for the best hypertrophy, the best um, muscle gain, You want to have a lot of control over that, bring it down nice and slow, and even bring it up nice and smooth, nice and um, efficiently, so you're not jerking yourself, you're not pulling your shoulders off the bench, and I said, dude, if you just slow down, and you like have a good control over it, it's going to be harder today, because you're not used to that, but over the course of a few weeks, it's going to feel so much easier and so much better, so some other things that you can do as well are... Obviously, slow controlled movements, keeping every every lift the same, every exercise, every movement that you do, every rep is going to be the same. Um, 
when you go to hit your sets, if you're doing three sets of 10, three sets of 10, three sets of 10, three sets of 10, and calling it a day, you're not going to see the best result that way. Um, and now a lot of people say change it up weekly, change it up weekly. You don't have to change up the routine that you do weekly as far as what exercises you're doing. But if you change up weights and sets, like don't be afraid. So I personally train in sets of anywhere from like three uh, sorry, reps of three to 30. I train anywhere in sets of like four to 10, 11, 12 sometimes. Um, it depends what I'm doing. I'll give you some examples of different ways that I train. So when it comes to a squat, deadlift, or a bench, I like to do sometimes what's called, I call it the pyramid, where you go up and down the pyramid. So I start with a set of 20. If I'm squatting, I usually just add 20 pounds to each side, um, depending on the first one. So if I'm going to start with 135, do 20 of those. I'll go 185, do 15, and then I'll go 225 and do uh, 12, and then so on and so forth. I just keep adding weight. So it's 20, 15, 12, 10, 8, 6, and then you do the same weight, another set of 6, 8, 10, 12, 15, 20. So that comes to a total of 12 sets and the weight you want to try and keep it the same. So if you're going with, uh, you're increasing it as you go down 20 to six, and then you want to, um, go back down and weight the same weight that you did on the front side of that pyramid. So I don't know if I explained that the best way. So I'm going to explain that one more time, kind of slower. The total sets you're doing are 12. Each set, you're adding more weight on the front half and the back half, you're decreasing the weight to the same weight that you did on the front half. So 20, 15, 12, 10, 8, 6, and then again, 6, 8, 10, 12, 15, 20. Um, that's one thing I really like to do, especially with, like I said, those heavier exercises, those more of, more of the compound movements. Um, and sometimes I'll just do a half a pyramid too. And you can do that half a pyramid either way you choose. You can do it from 20 to 6, or you can do it from 6 to 20. Um, neither way is right or wrong, but it's just a way to switch up your training. It's a way to kind of shock your body a little bit instead of doing three sets of 12, three sets of 10, three sets of eight, whatever you may be doing. Uh, some other things I really like to do are drop sets, supersets. Um, a couple different drop set things that I'll do are, uh, you start with a lighter weight and you do 30, and then you're going to add a little bit heavier weight and you're going to do 20. Then you're going to add a little bit heavier weight and you're going to do 10. So one set is a total of 60 reps right there. Um, and then I'll do that depending on what I'm doing. I really like to do that on like a leg extension or a hamstring curl. So if you're doing it on those, um, you're going to be burning for sure. But I'll usually do it twice over uh, on a hamstring curl leg extension. Now, when I'm doing like an arm day or something like that, I'm usually not going super crazy stuff like this. I'll do supersets. I'll do giant sets, that kind of a thing. But I'm not doing like 20, 30, 10 or 30, 20, 10 or 10, 20, 30. I'm not doing stuff like that when I'm doing arms. Uh, it's more the bigger muscle groups that I'll get like that. Um, another way I like to train too are 5, 10, 15. So kind of the same concept as 30, 20, 10, except the opposite way. So now you're starting with a heavier weight for five and then you're dropping the weight for 10 and then you're dropping the weight again for 15. And obviously you're pretty exhausted by the end of any of these sets because you're doing 60 reps, 30 reps, um, that little pyramid thing that I was talking about, that's 144 reps. So you're doing a lot and you can, People oftentimes, they, they drop set, but they don't add set. And that's kind of what that 30, 20, 10 thing is. It's it's almost adding. It's like an add set is what I call it sometimes because you're adding weight, but the reps are dropping instead of vice versa, where you're decreasing the weight and the reps are dropping for a drop set. Um, or sorry, you're adding reps as you decrease weight for a drop set. Um, some other things too, 
when talking about having a very effective workout are doing more difficult exercises. You know, I've seen some people, a leg day is a squat, a leg press, a leg extension, a hamstring curl, call it a day. Now, if you really want to grow, you have to do the difficult exercises. For some reason, everybody hates lunges. There's not one client that I have that enjoys to come in and do lunges, maybe one or two. Um, personally, I love lunges. They're one of my favorite exercises because they're so difficult. You hit your whole leg, your glutes, your uh, hamstrings, your quads. Everything is firing, even your calves a little bit. And you can get really heavy on them, but you, people don't oftentimes push themselves to their limits on lunges. Now, my heart rate is the highest of any exercise when I'm doing lunges, and I can reciprocate that to most of my clients as well. Um, the ones that wear like a heart rate tracker, whether it's a MyZone, an Apple Watch, an Aura Ring, whatever, um, lunges are always the one that set people's heart rates through the roof. And, and that's good. Like You want to be pushing yourself. You want to be working hard. Don't do the leg extension three sets of 12 and say, yeah, yeah, I had a great workout. But it also comes down to choosing how difficult of a workout you want to do, how much you want to put into this. The more you put into it, the more you're going to get out of it. That I can always promise you. Um, other great exercises on a leg day would be a hack squat, the leg press, but you got to, again, get heavy with it. Like You can go heavy on these exercises and you can push harder than you imagine. I've never had a client come in and say, yeah, I knew I could do that. Every time I train with people and I put the weight up a little bit more, they look at me kind of like I'm crazy. And I just say, listen, I have faith. And they'll do it. And they're like, I can't believe I just did that. Almost everybody that's happened with. I honestly think it's happened with everybody. And myself included sometimes. I'll just say, ah, fuck it. Let me throw this on and see what happens. And I end up getting it. Um, you just have to push yourself a little bit more. Now, that's not to say don't do it safely. Don't do it effectively. Like, Make sure you have a spotter. Make sure that your form is still good. One thing I will say, if you're doing a weight that you haven't done before, go very, very slow on the descent. So example would be a squat. If you're squatting and you take it off the rack, do not shoot down and then try and shoot back up. Take it down nice and slow because what you're doing is you're giving your body the chance to adapt to that weight and it's recognizing how much weight you're about to be moving. So you don't just shock yourself at the bottom and then fall over or have to have your spotter pick you up. Um, other things that are very effective when you're hitting a muscle group is hitting it from all angles. So something I love doing is pulling up, we'll, we'll use the chest for this one because it's kind of, it's one of the easier ones to talk about. So in your chest, you have a pec, uh, pectoral major and a pectoral minor. Those are the two muscles in your chest. If you pull up a anatomy picture of your muscle fibers, you want to look at the way that your fibers are running, and that is how you want to hit the muscle. So you'll notice like straight across, you have some fibers coming from the middle straight out. You have some fibers that kind of come from the middle, and they go up for your incline chest. You have some fibers that kind of come down and around along the outside there. You want to be doing exercises that are going to hit all of those. So when you're doing cable flies, um, they're a good exercise, but make sure that you're going in line with the fibers. Don't roll your shoulders over and start doing some kind of a weird angle. Um, cable flies are one that I often see people performing incorrectly, and it's just because you're not thinking about the way the fibers are running. When you start thinking about the direction of the fibers, you're going to hit it a lot more effectively, and it's gonna the movement's going to feel better. And you can go with less weight and have a way more effective set. Um, cable flies are just one of the many examples. You know, same thing with your back. People do a barbell row, 
uh, something I say to my clients all the time is pretend you're trying to pull that bar apart, pull it out to the walls as you're coming up because the fibers on your back, they're not all running straight up and down. You have fibers that are running from the inside to the outside. Now your lats, yes, your lats um, come up by your armpit and they're running pretty up and down and that's why when you're doing a lat pull down, you're going top to bottom. But a lot of the times when people do a row, they just think, okay, just pull this right back to me and squeeze. Well, that's not the direction your fibers are running. They're not running from, say, your sternum to your spine. They're running from your spine out to your outer lap, basically, to your outer rib cage. So think about that as you're going and vice versa, too. Like you could say it goes from your outer rib cage into uh, your spine. I know insertion, origin, all that for like the people that want to get technical. But as long as you're going the direction of the fibers, that's really what matters. So... Like I said, like on a barbell row, for example, or even a cable row, think about you're trying to pull that thing apart, come back and squeeze, and it's going to feel a lot more effective, and you're going to feel a lot better after the lift. And again, you can, you'll, be, you'll be surprised at what a little bit lighter weight will be able to do for you when you do it the proper way. Um, so, and obviously, you know, two of the most important things here are your consistency and your discipline in doing these things. You know, if you go to the gym at 9 p.m. one night and then you go to the gym at 5 a.m. the next day, you're probably not going to have the best 5 a.m. lift. Now, if that's what you got to do, then that's great. And I'm glad that you went and I'm glad that you're doing it. I would never um, tell someone to not go and do it. I'm not going to jump down everybody's throats about consistency and discipline on this episode. I'm going to make a different episode talking about how to be a little bit more disciplined, how to stay a little bit more consistent, because there's things that you can do in your daily life that will help you out with this. Um, and it's just going to correlate into the rest of your life, and it's going to help make everything else a little bit easier as well. Um, and all that is to say with like you choosing how much of a priority you want fitness to make because this can be a full-time job being really healthy and having a really good body and being in shape and being strong you can make it a full-time job very quickly um you know I spend I I couldn't even count how many hours I spend a week when it comes to making sure I go to bed on time making sure I'm eating the right food meal prepping the right food making sure I'm hitting all my workouts trying to fit a little bit of cardio in here and there if I'm not going to play hockey that week like all sorts of different things so excuse me so you get to choose how difficult your week is and you get to choose how much effort you're going to put into it but as always the more effort you put in the more you're going to get out of it um so that's really all i have i'm just kind of going over my notes here real quick to make sure i didn't miss any of my points um i guess i'll leave you with this Uh, a lot of people will go to the gym and work out but very few people will go to the gym and actually train. And doing the things that I discussed today in this episode, as far as changing up your sets, going a little bit heavier, pushing yourself a little bit harder, knowing where the muscle fibers are going, and really going in with a plan. Um, you know, I didn't talk about making a plan and going to the gym with like a, a written out workout. It's obviously helpful. I don't think I really need to tell you that. I think most people know that that's a a better idea to have a plan in place before and not just show up to the gym and say, oh, what am I going to hit today? Um, That's kind of common sense. But throughout your workouts, if you're hitting some more drop sets, some more supersets, thinking about the way the muscle fibers are running, you're going to start realizing your workouts are a lot more effective and you're starting to train now instead of just going to the gym and going through the motions. Um, You know, so if anybody has any questions on this, please feel free to reach out to me. Um, You can go to my website, rnfitnessgym.com, and there's like a little inquire part. Uh, You can just send a message there, and I can respond to it on the podcast, or I can respond directly. It'll be through email. You can always send me a uh, direct message on Instagram, at Nick underscore Kroll, N-I-C-K underscore K-R-O-L. And that's it for this episode, so thank you for listening.
Have a great week, and we'll see you on the next one.